You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, well, well, how about that? Defending champs come into town. Goaltending battle. Boy, was Millsy having fun in the booth last night. He was. Dan Vladar. Ah, eh, wake up, bud. <laughs> Time to start a hockey game. Hope you had a good nap. Dusty Nickel, get your gear. Come on down. Old Dusty Nickel. Old Dusty Nickel. From old oh, Dusty Nickel. It feels like I should say his name in like an old-timey ah, voice. Dusty Nickel. Oh, Dusty Nickel. Back when I watched the game and the goaltenders didn't wear masks. Anybody need... You know, they were tougher back then. Dusty Nickel. No. Did you go to MRU with him? I did go. Uh, no. With oh, him? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. um, no. Uh, his last year at Mount Royal, I believe, was the year I would have graduated high school. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, there were different netminders when I was there. I can't remember the name of the gentleman. But no. They were still um, CIS then. Or no. Uh, it was, yep, or they were still yep, college, right? Yep, ACAC. Yep. They had not yeah. moved to use sports yeah, yeah. yet. Um. Yeah, it was fun. Was I, cool. I, I liked being there. It was good. Covering the team and stuff. It's always fun when you see like, oh, I, I, it's funny. It's, uh, what is it? Flames throw up Markstrom's fit. What he's dressing like heading into the arena, looking all yeah. good. And then like Sportsnet shows the film, like him walking in, him walking out. He doesn't yeah. look so good. Yeah, he's like, he's oh, old, old. Old. <laughs> A little waddle, just a waddle, there. A little waddle. <laughs> I've been there before. Same. Ooh. Ooh, how long is the trip home? Fifteen Ooh. minutes. Gosh, mm. that seems long. <laughs> Felt <laughs> such a long drive. Ooh. Does he look good coming in? He coming did. Out, he did not look good. No. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the program. It is the big show. George will be back tomorrow. So you get myself, Maddie Rose. You get Patty today. Um. You're welcome. GVP is also here. Hey. Yes. Uh, Shan <laughs> is also here. Fireball. Yes, it was. Fireball was playing. Yep, that's the day. Big day, big win. A lot of fun. Uh, we are live in the Doug Lacey Basement Systems downtown studio. This is where you can find us doing this humble little program every weekday, 6 to 9 a.m. Cracked Foundation, Bowen Foundation Walls, Doug Lacey's Basement Systems have a simple sol- permanent solution to stabilize your foundation. Contact Basement Systems. They are all things basement E. Visit dlbasementsystems.com. Yes, the Flames did capture a very entertaining win against the Vegas Golden Knights yesterday, despite it being a 2-1 final score. In overtime, yeah. Mackenzie Weger gets the game winner in the dying seconds. A.J. Greer tying the game up late. Johnny on the spot getting that goal early. I thought Dan Vladar was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, his mom in town for a little while yeah. because they've got an extended homestand. I would assume that's why. We'll have to ask Eric, but he had no idea he was talking with little, Dan Vladar's mom. Yeah, exactly. A little surprise start. <laughs> hey, welcome to town. Uh, by the way, I'm going to start tonight. It's going to be real. It's going to be fun. It's going to be against the defending champs. You know, in front of Aiden Hill's friends and family? Yes, yeah. also that. A nice Calgarian getting in between the pipes for the Vegas a, Golden Knights. A big Calgary night. Logan Thompson's a Calgary guy. It was a yeah. great Calgarian goaltending goal night. You got Dusty Nickel, a Calgary boy. Yeah. Before we get into the game too much, did you see Logan Thompson's pads? 
The Kipper pads. That are Meek Kippersoft the, the, inspired. The 0708 Kipper pads. Yes, yes. I, I love that. And then they told him in Vegas he couldn't wear a Kipper style mask because Kipper didn't play here. <laughs> and like Kipper played in Vegas. So that's Corey and Eric hmm. went on like, like tickling the felt playing. In yes. Vegas. But, yes. Uh, but yeah, no, no. Yeah, they wouldn't <laughs> let him use the mask because Kipper wasn't a Vegas Golden huh. Knight. But uh, I didn't know that. That'd be cool to see some flaming skulls there in Vegas Golden Knight colors. Yeah, it would be. Um, the game itself, I thought it was a lot of fun. Was I both ways a, a game like that? Like you see two one, you're like it's a defensive struggle. Not a lot of room out there. No, there was a lot of room out there. A lot of chances on both sides. Uh, both goaltenders came to play. Uh, hits, you know, like Chris Tana blocking a shot with his face. Hope he's okay. Because uh, who? Me? No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> you're, you're allowed to sit for a game. That, <laughs> me? No, I'm good. Just just to be clear, that is not from last night. That is from the golf tournament at the start of the season. Good. I don't want anybody getting confused. He did not speak last night, believe it or not. After taking, bubble. William, <laughs> after taking a William Carlson shot to the Chin. And it wasn't from far. It wasn't like from it was about like three was feet from, out, undeflected, right, real close, sliding, <laughs> diving, block with the jibs, just like oh, thank you. But I was so don't. happy to see him get up. Me, no, I'm good. Yeah, I bet. Um, I'm sure he's. Listen, the guy didn't have a lot of teeth to give. I wonder if he lost a couple more. He was leaking pretty good when he was helped off the ice. Just twice he had to leave the game. Yeah, like, listen, having a couple chuckles about it because Uyghur said after the game that uh, Herdy was he was doing okay and, and Ryan Huska had said the same thing, but obviously no timetable for a return for Play's Chris got some time Tanev. here. They don't yeah. play till Thursday. Yeah, they don't play till Thursday. They do have a little bit of time to try and get things sorted out. They sent Nick DeSimone down on Sunday, so they do only have five defensemen on the roster yeah, right now. Yes, so. yes. So look for um, perhaps a uh, a recall. In the next little bit here from the Flames, that should give a sign if the um, the face ain't healed up too if, good. Yeah, if he's got to take a little bit of time off, which, um, like like we've both said, uh, would not be shocking. Flames don't have any sessions today. They practice tomorrow. Then, like you mentioned, Patty, they will play again on Thursday against the Dallas Stars. And never again. <laughs> yeah, just three times early yeah. on, eh? All done before <laughs> bang, bang, December. Bang. Get them out of the yeah. way. I, I mean, guess. playoffs, I guess. Yeah. Because right now, hey, you wake up. Flames are playoff spot. Yes, they <laughs> sure are. Rise and shine, babe. New standings <laughs> just dropped. Calgary Flames, uh, if the playoffs started today, would face the Vegas Golden Knights. Ooh. I don't know about you, Pat, but after last night, I really liked their chances. I like that matchup. <laughs> yeah, no, no shade, Theodore. I like that matchup. Really no like... Alec Martinez. I yeah. like that matchup. Oh, that's a good point by you, I guess. Hmm. Uh, Dan Vodar did get the call during the afternoon. We have all sorts of audio from yesterday that we're going to get to throughout the course of the program. It's great we have Kron coming in. Uh, yes. Would love, like, I did text him. Why did you get called for the e bug? He never responded. No, I'm he sure didn't, he got man. a few texts last night about that. Yeah. You, you were probably late and he <laughs> like, oh, you. Yeah, you know, exactly. Good uh, one. Um, but no, I mean, it's cool. Like, you know, like, how ready are these guys, you know? And then Dan Vodar with a great comment uh, yes. from uh, from earlier. Uh, from yesterday, like, hey, with, with Daryl, 
you're always ready. <laughs> so he definitely learned from uh, from last year. Well, and if you're Dusty Nickel, you got to stay ready. How about Will Carrier running over Dan? With <laughs> he our knew exactly what he game? was doing without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt, you're Will Carrier. You do not move that fast. No. For one, <laughs> <laughs> he's got good boots. That's not fair. But and then just boom, turn, ass in your face, falls down. Yeah, smoked him. <laughs> Smoked. Oh my goodness! And Chris Tanev kind of goes down yeah, the on the pile same play. Too. Um, that was one of those moments where you're like, okay, like here the camera we go right to Dusty Nickel. Like, yeah, okay. and he's like looking over. Yeah, he's like, uh, the, guys, what, what, fifty-seven do, more minutes. Do I start getting ready? Do I wait for someone to say something? Like, hey, what, get up. What, uh, I'm not sure what to do here. And then. Uh, Ladar obviously stayed in the game. He was outstanding. He robbed Jack Eichel uh, during the game. Uh, oh, what's that? Is that from actual Fridge? It's not a burner. It is from Fridge. Okay. Well, um, yeah, Vladar was great. Uh, Patrick Kane's going to the Detroit Red Wings. Ding, 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 ding. We, do we have breaking news splitter that we should have probably played there? Uh, it doesn't work. Oh, That's yeah. The thing. That's yeah. why we did that. It's the old one. Oh. Yeah. Well, Patrick Kane is a Detroit Red Wing. You know what? Come on down. It, 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 it's kind of surprising. about the flames here, Pat. Oh, no. oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. No, no, we continue. No, 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 no. We've done it now. Patrick Kane to the Detroit Red Wings. Bit of surprise. Thought it was going to be Buffalo. I think a lot of people wanted it to be Buffalo, just some uh, for some sentimental purposes, you know, go home. But... I think he sees what Detroit's doing. They're playing really good hockey again right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he gets to go play with Alex Debrinkit again, which yes. is uh, obviously a, a big key in, in all of this. He got off to a red-hot start, but then cooled Kinda off. Kind of fizzled out here. So, Patty Kane, if he's healthy, I think we all want to see him continue to play at a high level. Uh, I, this, think he, I think he's going to be healthy. This surgery, not been kind to many guys. Nick Backstrom obviously just had to, you know, pretty much put his, put his career on the shelf here. But we'll see what Patrick Kane can do. A lot of teams were after him. He wanted to do this and uh, really excited to see what he could bring to Detroit. I'm sure this, it's not going to fit. Like, it's probably not going to go over well in Chicago. I don't, I don't know if that Blackhawk Red Wing rivalry is still a thing because they've been separated into separate conferences now. But that was a rivalry for so long. And you see Patty Kane go play with the Detroit Red Wings. It might be a little, little, little not so fun if you're yeah, a Blackhawk fan. Yeah, uh, let's go back here and check out the list of Blackhawk seasons and those playoffs. 07 or 08, 09 conference yeah, final. i think of, because when did Patty Kane arrive? He's in his mid 06, 07. 06, 07. They didn't get in the playoffs. They've played the Flames Canucks. They lost in the conference finals to the Red Wings in his first trip to the postseason. Yeah, and they didn't play that year. Didn't play that year. Beat him in the conference semis in seven games in 2012, 2013 on their way to. Don't remember that, but yes. Stanley Cup final, which they would beat the Bruins. That was the shortened year. Yes. So, yeah, there's just been the two series of Patrick Kane's been there. Yeah. Eliminated ones. I'm just going on a historic fan. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. All that, yeah. I was thinking more about the, the fans that would remember the Patty Kane That's days. Fair. Yeah. Um, per se. Now you look at the the lines here. Like uh, I'm just pulling these up over on Daily Faceoff. Um, interesting to note, Debrinket and Larkin have been separated for the last little bit. Um, so I don't know where Patrick Kane fits in. Does he take Lucas Raymond's spot beside Dylan Larkin? Do they decide to put Debrinket and Kane back together, which would bump down a guy like Michael Rasmussen, mm-hmm. playing with JT Comfer in the middle there? Would be an interesting little Eight, seven, uh, seven goals now. Little spot. Yeah, the Red Wings uh, sit third in their division 
the Atlantic, a couple points back of Florida, four points back of Boston. They've won three games in a row. After a red-hot start, they kind of regressed to the mean. They've been 5-3-2 and two in their last 10. I don't think... I, I don't, if I'm Pat King, I don't think I can... Either way, you're happy here with what your your pick. I think Buffalo, Detroit, they're both two young franchises going up. Their you know their stocks going up. Mm-hmm. You know, figure they're going to be contenders sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I think Detroit was obviously rumored they're right alongside the Rangers. They had no money. The Sabers, uh, I mean, the Leafs were uh, were an option, but you know they weren't. They probably had, they have no money either. Waiting to see the money. I want to. I would like to see how much he's getting paid. Probably not a ton. Well, I'm more interested in the term because that was one thing that it's, Elliot yeah. and Jeff had talked about on 32 Thoughts. And on Monday, Elliot kind of estimated that the Red Wings might be, uh, might be on the inside lane here. Mm. And sure enough, they end up being the team. But one of the questions was: Is he going to be able to get you know two, three years? Mm-hmm. Um, from one of the teams. So so that's one of the things that I'm I'm wondering about. Yeah. Hmm. Patrick Kane, Detroit Red Wings. Interesting fit. Interesting fit to show. It, it, it just feels like, you know, Pat Kane in a Red Wings jersey. Like, he's only played for original six teams now. Lightning, Good for him. Lightning of 25 points are right behind the Red Wings and the Maple Leafs of 23. This is the type of move that kind of keeps yeah. you in that race. <laughs> like Florida was an option for Patrick Kane too, and obviously they're they're kind of capped out. Um, so Detroit getting one over the rivals around them, you know, Buffalo a team that's chasing them, Florida a team that's above them, the Rangers a team that's obviously in another division, but still, like, it's a good move from Detroit. But yeah, we'd like to see the term if he got that second year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good for him. All right, there you go. Um, make sure you put that in the morning report, I guess. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got a quite a program lined up for everybody today. Oh, busy. Try and get this thing back on track. <clears throat> yeah, Shane. Nick Kip. Yeah, what are you doing? Nick Kiprios <laughs> coming <job>. up <laughs> just after 7.05. <laughs> yeah, telling me breaking news. Unbelievable. Just after 7.05, Nick Kiprios from Real Kipper and Born is going to join us. Uh, we're going to ask him about William Nylander and Nikita Zadorov and the Flames and the Oilers. Amongst other things, now Patrick Kane going to Detroit. We'll ask him about that. Yes. Eric Francis joins us on 7.30. We'll ask him, what's irking Eric? We're going to ask him about Or what he appreciates. You know, like he he sends like, what do I appreciate now? I guess. It's not as fun. I guess. You can ask him. uh, Take the option. Well, yeah. What I really like. Eh, Okay, I guess. I'm going to tell you what you like. Yeah. Uh, Brent (laughs) Cron, Big Show Flames Analyst, joins us for the 8 o'clock hour as well. We're very much looking forward to that. So... We have a great show lined up for you. A couple more notes on the Flames game yesterday. Mackenzie Weger does get the winner. Thought he was pretty good yesterday. He was great. He had the one time where he uh, over stick handled and, and gave up the the breakaway against. Um, but Vladar came out, made a really nice save. And overall, thought that Pyro was right back to what they were used to. few players that I really liked yesterday. I thought Nazem Kadri was very good yesterday. Mm-hmm. I thought Blake Coleman was very good yesterday. He's been great for... Maybe all season, Blake Coleman, quietly. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have talked about how yeah. he's probably the healthiest that he's been in quite some time. That's true. Like, he had a uh, lot of hockey. <laughs> a lot of hockey for a long time had there. a lot of hockey. That line with Huberto is really starting to click here. I'm liking what I'm seeing there. Yeah. Um, I thought Elias Lindholm had more chances than we're used to mm-hmm. seeing, but Aiden Hill was outstanding yep. for the other side. Who were some of the players that stood out to you yesterday in this game where they're able to beat the defending cup champs? 
Uh, I thought Connor Zari was a good Martin Pospisil. Again, the kids were flying around. I love the Zari little play that he made to Kadri on the on the game tying goal. But you know, making a play before you go off on the on the change, and then Kadri stayed on, gets the shot. AJ Greer, AJ Greer is another player who yep, he got he promoted. Really he got bumped up late in that game. He's playing alongside Nazem Kadri and Dylan Dubé. Uh, and he's been great over the last couple of weeks. Is the fourth line starting to get a little bit better now that you know Adam Rujichka's on that line? Uh, I got here. Connor Zari was there. Pospisil. Were you surprised? Uh, that, yeah. Uh, Will Carrier wouldn't scrap AJ Greer after running over Dan Vladar early on in the game. Ah, I was a little surprised. Yeah, I thought I'd like you got to answer that because come on, dude, you don't you don't be doing that. You know you know exactly what you were doing. In you that know the situation, situation there. I think, you know, maybe, like, I guess, you know, A.J. Greer, like, whatever. I mean, Will, Will Carey wanted to get out of that. He'll get his. Don't yeah, worry. They'll yeah, play and, there. He'll and, play and, again. And the other thing, too, <laughs> there was that I think it was one of those things where I was like, all right, you do that one more time. Like, you've done it four minutes into the game. You do it one more time, then, and I'm not going to give you an option yeah. here. And Uyghur takes him out. you yeah. got to fight Uyghur now. Yeah. <laughs> so. <Just> <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, that, that did get scary. But it, it was just, it was, uh, I thought the fourth line was moving. Uh, Huberto had a really good chance there on that one timer uh, on the four on two. Uh, I thought he was a little bit more active. That uh, and Nikita Zadorov again. This, this that was that was everything you could get out of a Nikita Zadorov game. Yep, turnovers, nice play <laughs> hits. That was the cornucopia. That was that was the yeah, Thanksgiving the, feast of the, Nikita Zadorov. Yes, yesterday. you had the <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit of everything. You had the couple of things that like you know the aunt and uncles have made for a few years, and you know yeah, I'm just going to avoid it this year. It's really not worth <laughs> the space on oh, the plate. You missed out. I got to be smarter with the real estate on my plate here, and I'm making the executive decision that that's not going to be a part of it. Um, yesterday, everything was a part of it. He had the turnover at the red line or at the center line that. Allowed a breakaway to Jack Eichel. He had that outstanding move to the middle of the ice yeah. as a couple of Golden Knights just <laughs> a waved big guy at him. moving off the yeah. boards like that, off the blue he line. He essentially <laughs> just like snaked his way between three Golden Knights. I don't and think then, be, I, he's going to do this. <laughs> and then I think it surprised everybody when he passed it off to Huberto on the right flank. Because typically, <laughs> put your head down and put that thing on net. And instead, he dished it off. And I thought. Huberto had a chance at probably a third, a quarter of the open net to try and deposit that one, but he tries to go across the crease to Blake Coleman. It gets broken up, and the chance ended. But it was a, it was one of those all over the place type of games for Nikita Zadorov. Um, he's playing with Dennis Gilbert now. We'll see what happens with a little bit of a shuffle here because they did lose Chris Tanev late in that game. He blocked the William Carlson shot. Which did not look good. No, that's one you don't obviously want to lose long term. Um, the Flames' defensive depth has been shortly tested a lot this year. Uh, obviously, like Soloviev's had a chance. Um, you know, obviously Nick Simone has been up here. I wonder if like a Yan Kuznetsov is is a next call up possibly. Uh, but yeah, probably we, be Soloviev before Slovia again. Kuznetsov, but yeah, but... we we don't want we don't want to talk about calls <laughs> and all that just yet. I want to obviously hope. Chris yeah. Tanev's healthy and can play on Thursday because the Flames' defense is just so much better with him in it. Team's better with him on the ice. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, a couple other notes from yesterday that I'm sure you're going to get to in the morning report here, but um, the NHL changed their all-star format. Yes, they did. They're adding a third day, and the reason for the third day is the draft is coming back. Yeah, yeah, it is. Has um, it, the draft went away in 2015. Yeah, they, only did, they only did it three times yeah. because... 
from 2011 to 15, there was uh, there were six all stars, but there was <laughs> two that they lost to lockout, and then one that they lost to the Olympics, I believe. Yeah. So, so they've only done it three times. You had uh, 2011, Cam Ward went first overall. Kessel wow. was last. The Sedins got separated. Um, this was a fun one. Uh, Nick Lidstrom was a captain of a team with Marty St. Louis and. Oh, who else was up there? It was just cool seeing all of the captains. Nick Felino was the last captain for one of the teams yeah, when it was in Nick Columbus Felino, in 2015. When it was in Columbus. We'll have a clip from that draft, actually. Yeah, up of course, because there was that was the over year. Yeah. Um, 2012 was in Ottawa. That was the year that Fanuf got booed when he got picked <laughs> by Chara by all the fans in Ottawa. So I'm, I'm excited that the draft is coming. Back. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be, and they're gonna have four, four captains, captains, and they're having they're gonna have a celebrity aspect. So they're gonna yep. each pair each captain with a celebrity that the NHL is vetting that they have to be, you know, hockey fans or be some sort of connections with the players at the All Star Game. So the NHL is gonna have celebrities that know. I what like they're that doing. you had to qualify that exactly like, because in the past, yeah, it has always been the case. Yeah, you want to have people that know what they're doing, yeah. like the sport know exactly what's happening out there. I'm going to guess one of them's Will Arnett. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100% Will Arnett. It's a Toronto thing, so there's going to be Canadian celebrities. Will Arnett's going to be one Canadian. for sure. Yeah. Snoop Dogg? Maybe. Mm, that's a good one. Bieber? Yeah. Um, Being in Toronto. Bieber, yeah, that's a good one. Um, and then you make Austin Matthews a captain, too. That's <laughs> match that's, made in heaven. There you go, man. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Um, mm. Who else? I can only think of LA guys for some reason. Like Will Ferrell's a big hockey guy as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean the NHL. There's a ton of guys that love hockey. Can we get Ryan out there. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds would love it. Would they bring him back? Hey, I know we didn't give you a team. Uh, I know but... you didn't get a team, but <laughs> how about captain of an all-star <laughs> team? Uh... Same thing, right? Ish. No, it'll it'll be cool. It'll do that the Thursday before Sportsnet. It'll be all over it. The skills contest is going to be overhauled. Uh, it's going to simplify it. I think get back to maybe the, its roots. Uh, what I would like to see, like, bring in like some like ringers, like what the you know the NBA skills competition is doesn't use guys that are obviously all in the game. They use guys that are really good guys at slam at slam mm. dunks or whatnot. So you want to see Nikita Zadorov in the fastest skater? You're damn he's right, the fastest skater exactly. On the yeah. But like, go look at the NHL edge. Yeah. Go look at who's really good and go find. Uh, these are how you're going to find your hardest shot, your fastest skater. If your hardest shot in your competition is not as hard as the hardest shot in NHL Edge, what are we doing? Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Uh, like Philip Peronic, he needs to be on this, yeah. <laughs> even though his shot wasn't 107. Yeah. It was just broken gun. Um, Dean Evison got fired in Minnesota. Yeah, I was waiting for that one. Um, I'm going to miss him and his wild eyes. Uh, him and Rick Bonus. Rick, yeah, him trying, him trying to, yeah, you know, get Rick Bonus to fight him. Uh, that was really good. Rick Bonus was like, "You short, you short." And then <laughs> Evison did the little wave with his paper, which was like the most threatening thing I've ever Come seen on. in my life. Yeah, Dean Evison like, scares Whoa. me. Dean, Dean, that guy scared me. Hot take. <laughs> uh, they went from one terrifying coach to another. Yeah, a different Bond types, villain. different types of terrifying. Yeah, like on the Bond level scale, you got like uh, Guy Boucher, obviously being number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Hines, he's right up there yeah. with uh, with Bond yeah. looking moffs. Yeah, whereas Everson kind of looks like like the first henchman for yeah. a Bond villain. Yeah, that like kind of does all the scrapping for the villain because he's more of a well, a it, mastermind. He doesn't would've... necessarily have the physical fighting. Yeah, 
attributes that Bruce he can Bruce go toe to toe. Bruce has got some villainish tendencies. No, Bruce is no, a he's kind like a sweetheart. Soul. He's <laughs> like he's like the tech guy I love that Bruce. helps James along the way. That's what he would be. Yeah. All happy about wrestling and stuff like that. <laughs> sweetheart. Yeah. Um, I I hope Dean Everson gets a job again soon. Yeah, it, it a, feels like the guys were not a, going for him. All the stories out of Minnesota of his interactions with fans, media, team personnel, great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love his face and his the contortions <laughs> and the the anger and like when he he was notorious for just like dragging his hand across his face yeah. when he didn't like a call. I'm just a huge <laughs> fan, and I hope he gets another job, another crack at it soon. Because here's the other thing: your team is 15 million dollars in dead cap, and you have a superstar that. Is not producing, and you have a goaltender, multiple goaltenders that aren't really making saves for you. Yeah, but yeah, but just like the guy up up north, it's his fault. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, Monday night football was yesterday. You catch any of this one? Yeah, had uh, had it on the split screen. Um, You know what my main takeaway was that wasn't great game. No. Uh, I still think Justin Fields is a fun player to watch. He was good last night. I, he was. He was probably the the best part of that game yesterday. Started just 12 watching 12. him move around. Um, wait until they get Marvin Harrison Jr. with the Panthers' first pick. You think they won't take a quarterback? I don't know. I'm. I personally, I'm pretty done with Caleb Williams. Just because every other story that comes out about him, he sounds like a diva. And I just like, nah, I'd rather not. Johnny Menzel didn't work out. Baker Mayfield didn't work out. And I'm not doing that. Um, I don't watch enough college ball to actually evaluate the player, but it just seems like there's a lot of noise around this kid and, and things just, usually don't pan out. And I really like Justin is, Fields. He is a very good player. I will say this. Just Caleb Williams, Drake May, they're both very good players. Um, but the thing is, with, with another quarterback, bringing, you're bringing another guy that's got to learn a new... System because Getsy's not coming back, Eberflus ain't coming back, Poles ain't coming back. It'll be a completely new coaching staff and management group again in Chicago, which has been the problem since 1985. Is they can never get any sort of consistency going with that coaching, and, and it helps not having a quarterback. They've been through quarterbacks more teams than uh, you. Really, you talk about Cleveland's quarterbacks, Chicago's quarterbacks has been a, a huge list. So. Trying to find continuity with that position. I think Justin Fields has a, still some time here to show that he can be the guy. And if winning games will go a long way, because who cares with your pick? Carolina is still probably going to be a first overall, second overall type situation. Yeah, if you're, you're second overall, even yeah, if, you're probably taking Marvin Harrison. Even if you win games down the road here, you're going to still get top 10 with your own pick. Exactly. And the Panthers pick is going to be top three, like without the, a doubt. Like the Bears... Like, how many chances they could have ran that game out? Like, because Minnesota was just handing it to them, handing it to them, and they kept Minnesota around. Minnesota should have also kicked that 58 or 59 yard field goal at the end, made it a four point game instead of punting the ball. Should have, should yeah, have risked I it mean, for the biscuit. Greg Joseph's made it. Should have risked it for the biscuit. He made a 61 yard in that building last year. I'm not just saying that because all I needed was one more field goal to close out a five leg parlay. I'm Ooh. not just saying it for that reason, but also would have really helped the parlay. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Doesn't he know? <laughs> Gosh. But millions of people are Gosh. betting their dinner money on this. Yeah. Now, 
my big play yesterday was the under. So I was pretty happy with uh, how that went. That yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Brent Cron's going to join the show. Eric France is going to join the show. Nick Kiprios is going to join the show. We got a lot to get to before we uh, say goodbye at 9 o'clock. George Russick going to be back tomorrow. Yep. Uh, we've missed him dearly. Looking forward to his return. But you got us two and a half more hours. Patty's got the morning report next. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Welcome back. Hope you're having just a lovely Tuesday. My name is Matty Rose. Across from me today, the dashing, as always, Patrick Dumont. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. And then on the other side of the wall, not so much, but <laughs> GVP and Shan are there too. Yeah, we're trying, man. Yeah, trying. yeah, yeah. Bold effort. One day at a time. Mm-hmm. Flames won yesterday over the Vegas Golden Knights. Patrick Kane is back in the NF- NHL. That'd be a wide receiver. What would he play? Corner. Punter. Punter. Yeah. <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about? Punter. Got a new hip. Got, got, got a new hip. You drive got, that got, thing 70 yards. Two new hips, Patrick isn't Kane. it? You got a new There's hip. one hip? Two hip? How many hips did he do? This is one, I hope. I <laughs> hip resurfacing. Like, don't look it up. Yuck. I just think no, of like one of them. Don't do like... those motions. <laughs> Stop. Like, they're just. Yeah, like it's soft. Like, a, like I, a sand. I get it. Yeah. Gosh, stop it. I don't know. It broke 20 minutes ago, so we'll see what Patty Dumas has in the morning report. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match them, beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. We say good morning to Patty Dumas. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. No, this is Patrick. Yeah, Calgary Flames, they're returning home to kick off a six-game homestand against the defending... Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights and a little bit of a wrinkle ahead of this one. About two and a half hours ahead of puck drop, it was announced that Jacob Markstrom wasn't going to start as he picked up a little e-bug for himself. Uh, So the club had to go the emergency backup route. Uh, Dustin Nickel, Dusty Nickel, the former Calgary Canuck and Mount Royal Cougar. Dusty Nickel. Dusty Nickel. Uh, So no Markstrom. It was Dan Vladar for his second straight game. Vegas rolling out Airdrie man. Aiden Hill, same lines and pairs as uh, we're on Saturday in Denver. Didn't have to wait long for our first hold your breath moment. Will Carrier knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, coming in like a house on fire. Spins, loses his balance, takes out Chris Tanev and Dan Ladar on the same play. Uh, both guys so vital, but seeing as uh, number 80 is out there with an e-bug as his backup, yep. uh, probably want him to stay up there a little bit longer. Yep. Uh, shout out to the peeps in the trucks. Camera's right on Dusty Nichols <laughs> as soon as it happened. Uh, first of two times Dan Ladar get taken out uh, by something that wasn't his own doing. Uh, late first, Andrew Mangiapane takes a lazy hooking call on Nick Hag, 180 feet from his own net. And of course, Vegas is going to make the pay. Here's Hutton to the far quarter to Carlson. Carlson twisting and turning, moves it in front. Barbashev bumps it back to the blue line to Hutton, who slides it near side to Amadio. Amadio shoots a stop, rebound, Carlson scores. Yeah, Michael Amadio takes a shot from the, from the, from the far side there. Uh, Nick Waugh get gets a tip on it. Goes right to Nit William Carlson. That's his 10th. Vladar can't get over quick enough, and Vegas leads one nothing. Yeah, it's just like that. And you blinked and you missed it, but I thought that they did a pretty good job uh, until they took those penalties. Mm-hmm. I thought that they really held play. They had Vegas on their yeah. heels early on. I thought the backland line had an outstanding shift to kind of set the tone early on in the game. But then, like you mentioned, penalties start yeah, to pile Zari up. puts one over the over the glass right after that one, and you're like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, G- GVP and I saw Coronado do that almost exact same play <laughs> for the Wranglers this past weekend. Panic, panic, panic. Oh. Yeah, just right over the glass yep. where you're like, I don't even know how you got it that high that quick, but that's impressive in itself. Yep. A lot of players hate that 
down my way. A lot one. of players hate that call, that puck over uh, the glass. Whatever. But I can't. I can't. You got to keep it. Keep it, it like in the, it. Keep the puck in the ice. I like, like it because it's like the one penalty that's pretty black and yeah. white. You can't, like, yeah, sometimes it's like, ooh, did it hit, did it did hit it, a stick on the it, way or out? Did it glance over the glass? Did it glance over the glass? But it's pretty black and white. And nothing quite like someone's emotion when they've realized yeah. that they Just have done goofed. Arms yeah. Drop, yeah, you can watch like the soul drop. rise from their body yeah. into the air. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Second period. That was the sound of a soul Ooh. leaving a body. Ooh. Nice. Second period, not a lot of chances, but a couple high danger ones from the ve- uh, from the Knights had uh, Dan Vladar doing his very best. Across the goal to Knights line, cuts to the middle and drops it. But Ruzicka turns it over to Marshall. Now we've got a two-on-one the other way. Marshall and up the left side, centers and Wah is robbed by Vladar. Yeah, a couple big saves from Vladar on Nick Wah in that middle frame. He was really good last night, especially super late. Uh, you know, sleep super late notice with Markstrom getting sick ahead of this one. Uh, Zdorov makes that nice move along the blue line, leading to a chance, but Huberto couldn't. He passes it off to Huberto, couldn't bury it. Uh, Aiden Hill making 20 saves through 40. Great game from him as well. I'm sure he had many friends and family in attendance as well. Third period now. Flames didn't have to wait too long to tie this one up. Now Zeri, top it to Kadri. Crosses the Golden Knights blue line. Cuts to the middle and shoots off a stick. Now Greer scores! Connor Zeri makes a nice last-minute pass to Nazem Kadri before making a change. Kadri puts a shot on net. Goes off Golden Knight player in front. Fortunate bounce right to A.J. Greer's stick. He wires it by for his third, uh, and made just like that it was one-one. Nice made from uh, from the from the from Connor Zari to Nazem Kadri, and then uh, AJ Greer. Yeah, Greer moving his feet, coming off the bench. Kadri just doing what he does, cross the line, doesn't like his options, put a puck on net, see what happens, see what comes of it, and uh, yeah, bounces off a couple of Golden Knights and drops right in the hash marks there. Greer, no mistake. Thought he played really well yesterday. I yep. liked him getting in Carrier's face after mm-hmm. he ran over Vladar. Mm-hmm. I liked him moving his feet. He got a bump. He was playing some key defensive yep. zone minutes later on in the in the third period as they were defending the lead. Good good game from 18. He's really come along here in the last little bit. Yeah, Vladar would get called into service once again, making a huge breakaway save on Ivan Barbashev. Maybe not his finest work against Colorado, but he was on it last night. Stop yesterday. Three, yeah. four? Two on, a couple two-on-ones? Yeah. Yeah, Without uh, a doubt. Uh, Chris Tanev blocks a shot with his face. Greg Millen got sick of the truck showing it. Tanev did not return. <laughs> yes. Uh, AJ Greer rewarded, like you said, uh, with his strong play, getting bumped up, playing with uh, Nazem Kadri and Dylan Dubé. Uh, that was a hard-working shift. Kadri draws a penalty with under a minute to go. He got tripped up by Nick Waugh. Maybe the Flames could finally snap that long pe- power play drought. Well, nothing doing with the 54 seconds they had at the end of regulation. Sharon Govich broke his stick, uh, but the Flames get a point regardless. Six times they fought back. From a deficit to force overtime this year. These points are vital, but you got to turn them into two. Uh, with the power play bleeding over into overtime, never got a chance to see three on three as there was no whistle right until the final shot of the game. Uyghur will start the breakout. Uyghur crosses center. Uyghur comes in. Uyghur shoots and scores! Wow! End to end! Mackenzie Uyghur ends the game! Good night, Golden Knights! Good night, Golden Knights. Mackenzie Weger gets on Secretariat end-to-end going far side on Aiden Hill. I don't think he was expecting that. That's Weger's first overtime goal on a night where it could have all gone wrong. The fourth time they've come from behind to win this year. 
Let's hear from the head. Well, you got some thoughts, actually, here before we hear from the head coach. Just great job by Uyghur. I thought the Vegas Golden Knights tried to suck all the fun out of overtime oh, whenever yeah. they had the puck, but I thought the Flames were being chaotic and energetic. Mm-hmm. I liked what happened when they had the puck, yep. but Vegas was doing everything that George, our boy Russick, hates about overtime. Mm-hmm. I thought the first couple of minutes were very exciting, even though it was mostly four on four instead of three on three. Still couldn't get it through on the power play there, but eventually get the winner. Uh, also, that's a hell of a pick from Michael Backlund on Alex Petrangelo. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, you do that? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I mentioned it on social media yesterday. Just set your feet, keep your hands down. Like, that was the one thing, like, Connor McDavid got called Petra for Petra Angel looked back at him. He's like, what is this? Yo, he almost <laughs> swung his stick at him as yeah. after right after the goal yeah, went in. Yeah. I was hoping he spoke to the media because he would have been real sour after that because oh, Petrangelo sure. gets a little sour sometimes <laughs> when they lose. And that's why you like him because he's an absolute competitor. Yeah. But that's a hell of a play by Backlund. Uh, Uyghur strips Petrangelo, makes a move on him once up the ice. It's kind of soft stick check because he's late in his shift mm-hmm. and there's three seconds left in overtime. Mm-hmm. And then Weger just, I don't know if that was deflected or if he just forced it through Aiden Hill, who had been dynamite all game long. Yep. But shouts out to Weger. Yeah. Well done. Hell of a game for Mackenzie Weger. Let's hear from Love that coach. Love me some Weeg dog. There were stretches where, um, you know, we were on our heels a little bit, but it's not an easy game to come back and play after a road trip. And the way Vegas plays, they're a heavy, hard team to get inside on. They're a heavy, hard team to play against. So I, I was happy with what our guys were able to do tonight. That's a nice way to start off a six-game homestand. Wild card two. That's where they are. How about that? That's a fun one. I really enjoyed that game yesterday. Uh, Flames showing that they can play with some of these big boys Exactly. Lately. I know they lost to Colorado. Yeah, but, but it wasn't It wasn't like they were, you know, thrown out the building. There were a couple of things that didn't go their way in that game, and that's why they lost it. They were not run out of the building yep. like they have been in past years. Mm-hmm. They went toe-to-toe with Dallas, won that game. Yep. Dallas. Now they beat Vegas in overtime. They're 2-0 in overtime this year. What is this? What's that? Dallas that's will be strange. the opponent on Thursday. Some time off here. Here's the thing. The Flames. You got a day off today. We'll probably find out more about Chris Tanev tomorrow when they get back on practice ice. That's the biggest question heading into this Dallas game here in Calgary. And what's Jake Ottinger going to look like? Because he was not very good. And how sick is Jacob Markstrom? Yeah. There's some questions for you to monitor for the next couple days. For sure. Five other games around the NHL on your Monday night. Hey, boys. Knock it off. Rogers Monday night hockey (laughs) in Ottawa between the Senators and Panthers. Yeah, they were scrapping yesterday. They were not feeling good. They were were mad. Brady Kachuk wishes he had his brother the best game ever. Unless he's playing against him, against Ottawa and Florida. It's yeah. Not good. Yeah. Uh, 19th time in their career, and it wasn't even close for Brady's sends. Florida up 2 nothing. Looking for more. Off a body in front. Montour didn't get it through. Picked up. Backhanded. Bennett, and he scores. Yeah, Sam Bennett makes it 3-0. Uh, uh, from there, it got violent. It really got violent. Guys, that's it. Now I'm going to have to separate you. 106. <laughs> 167 minutes in penalties. Matthew one punch. Jake Sanderson got yeah, Zach McEwen kicked sure out. Did. Grandma Kachuk could barely watch. She was she was appalled. <laughs> Geraldine Kachuk was, was not watching. having fun. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, Brady took on all the Panthers on the oh, ice man. at one time, and he was just swinging. Uh, so the ref, he was, yeah, you want some? So the you ref, want some? Ref had enough. He was serving them out. Penalty number Brady seven Kachuk. has two minutes for goaltender interference. Two minutes for roughing. 
Florida, number 12, has two minutes for roughing, and then every player on the ice has a 10-minute misconduct. Florida will have a two-minute power play. The booze. <laughs> Florida will have a two-minute power play. Guys, that's it. Now I'm going to have to separate you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Not a great night for the Kachuks. The uh, visual <laughs> of Paul Maurice on the bench being like, one, two, three, four, six players? That's it? I mean, Where's all my guys? I mean, this is this is soft from where hockey was yep. back in the 80s and whatnot, where you get near 240 penalty minutes on a regular basis. But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, Florida wins 5 nothing, and uh, just a... Just a brutal display between the Kachucks. Brady, Matthew, I warned you. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Mom. Uh, Bruins and Jackets in Lumbus. Uh, <laughs> easily the biggest discrepancy between two teams in the standings on Monday, but don't let those points fool you. Columbus Whoa. came ready to play. One minute left in the five on three. Zach walks in, doesn't shoot. Gives to Marchenko. Back to line A. He starts walking it in, takes a shot, save made, rebound, score! Another thrill for Kirill! Not makes it 4-1. Jackets would get two more. They beat Boston 6-2. Bruins have now lost three in a row. Uh, how would the best team in the league fare? The New York Rangers against their Should've in-state got rivals. Patrick Kane. Should have got Patty Kane. Against the Buffalo Sabres. And they were uh, having none of that best team in the league nonsense. Saber. Sabres nursing a 2-1 lead late. Against Keandre Miller for Alex Tuck with a shot. Scores! Yes, he did! Yeah, Buffalo get two more to win 5-1. Elish Sturkin smashing his stick on the glass following this one as the Blue Shirts have their three-game winning streak snapped. Mm. Uh, rematch of the 2021 Cup Final. Lightning and Avalanche in the Mile High City. Dad's trip happening for the Bolts. And I'm sorry, Kale McCarr had to ruin it for you. Ranted it. Up top for McCarr. Let's it go. Tip score! It might have gone clean in. Michushkin, Miko Rantanen deciding who touched it. Nobody except number eight, all hail, Kale. Friend of the show, Connor McGahee on the call. Yeah, he just had to figure out who had the goal <laughs> so he could make sure he got his zinger out. McCarr's six, also oh, had an assist. Hail, Kale. Avs win a third in a row, 4-1, find themselves now in first place in the Central Division. Oh, and don't look now, the Sharks, they've won two in a row. 2-1 over the Capitals, just a point out of crawling out of the basement. Tom Wilson took a run at <laughs> Kalen Addison in this game. Old timey. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a charge. It was a charge. Yeah, it was a charge. Yeah, yeah, they don't call it charging anymore. No, but they uh, rarely that's do. A charge. He basically went from the red line down to below the goal line, but it's fine. Got him right in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, little Kalen Addison, <laughs> poor guy, Addison. just smoked him. Oh, just out here playing hockey. Yeah. Uh, tonight's uh, action: ten games to enjoy. Four Canadian teams in action. Well, at, at five o'clock, Islanders at Devils. Panthers, Panthers continue their road trip in Toronto, taking on the Maple Leafs. 5.30 has the Hurricanes and Flyers. 6 o'clock, Blues and Wild, Penguins and Predators, Stars and the Jets. Uh, 6.30, Kraken are into Chicago. 7 o'clock, Lightning are into Arizona, taking on the Coyotes. Golden Knights playing on the second half of a back-to-back in Edmonton. Oilers looking good of late. And at 8 o'clock on Sportsnet Pacific, Ducks are into Vancouver. Yeah! Well, we have our second NHL coach firing on the air, and that's the struggling Minnesota Wild parting ways with now former head coach Dean Evason and assistant Bob Woods. Wild are one of two Western Conference teams that have made the playoffs last year that are currently on the outside looking in, the Oilers being the other one. Uh, they've already fired their head coach. Minnesota currently sits 30th overall in the league. 
with a 5-10-4 and four record. Uh, I'll always remember him asking Rick Bonus to come over and fight him. Uh, the man tasked with riding the ship in St. Paul is former Nashville Predators and New Jersey Devils head coach John Hines. Hines has a coaching career record of uh, 284, 255, and 63, and a 4-15 and 15 record in the postseason. Yes, no, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Yeah, we'll see if John Hines in the wild. Uh, they're rolling through uh, the Dome next Tuesday. Yeah, can't wait. More news from the wild as their uh, their forward Ryan Hartman had a hearing uh, with the NHL Department of Player Safety for a slew foot on Red Wings forward Alex DeBrinket on Sunday. Let's give that wheel a spin, shall we? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, you're doing the full spin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that was... Yeah, a little bit. Two games. Ryan Hartman got two games for his slew foot on Alex DeBrinket. That's probably fair. Punishment for a repeat They still haven't seen the one on Pospisil, hey? No, still Still haven't seen that one? No. Are you angry if you don't go number one? I want to be lost on a car, so... Yeah, this is the year the NHL All-Star Game goes to Toronto, and the fantasy draft's going to return to All-Star Weekend on Thursday. Pierre Maguire was doing (laughs) interviews. February 2nd, yes. How's your breath? (laughs) Oh, is it not good? What? (laughs) 6 p.m. on Sportsnet Friday will... Have the overhauled skills competition leading to the actual game on Saturday from Scotiabank Arena. NHL's chief content officer, Steve Meyer, uh, says there will be, they'll still have the four captain format representing each division, and then each player will be paired with a celebrity captain. The NHL's vetting people who are passionate hockey fans or have relationships with current players. There you go. Week 12 coming to its spicy conclusion from the land of 10,000 lakes. Oh, is that a school horn? That was the, uh, the oh, okay. what do they call it? The gall oh. horn or something. I was like expecting that. like yeah. some sort of eerie music there. Okay. No, uh, oh. Six and five Minnesota Vikings hosting three and eight Chicago Bears. Minnesota coming in the sixth seat in the NFC as they've righted their ship since starting one and four. Bears almost beating the Lions a week ago. I think you just sit back and watch Carolina continue to lose as they're in the driver's seat to pick first overall. But man, this Bears defense was going to make life a living hell for Josh Dobbs. They picked him off four times. And despite being gifted a chance after chance, Justin Fields and the Bears can only settle for field goals. And late in the fourth, that reared its ugly head. Oh, GVP. There we go. Gordon went back to the sideline. Brisker's over there too. End zone. Hawkinson. Touchdown. First TD in the entire game comes with under six minutes to go. Josh Dobbs finds TJ Hawkinson over the middle. Vikings with their first lead of the night going front 10-9. Next Bears drive. Josh Metellus puts his helmet right on the ball during a Justin Fields scramble. Fumble. Vikings take over around midfield. This is around around three minutes to go. Uh, they go three and out. Wondered about the decision to go maybe kick the 59-yard field goal indoors with Greg Joseph. He made a 61-yarder the year before against the Giants to win the game. He's got the leg. I wonder if Kevin O'Connell's maybe regretting that because, well, the Bears get the ball back and uh, Justin Fields on a third and 10 finds a wide open DJ Moore for 36 yards, getting the Bears down to Vikings 13-yard line. Cairo Santos looking for the winner. To hold Trenton Gill. Cairo Santos 08. Snap. Right hash. Angle left. Santos to kick. Santos is good from 30 yards. That's his fourth field goal of the day. Scores all the Bears' points. They knock off the Vikings 12-10. That snaps a 12-game losing streak in the division for Chicago. It was their first win without a touchdown since October 6, 1993, when they beat the Falcons 6-0. Bears get a nice win. While the Vikings, who were previously flying high, have now lost two in a row in primetime. They're 6-6 heading into the bye. What a mess. 
deflections leading to interceptions, fumbles, punts. Pasternak came crashing to earth last night. Yeah, it was. He played better when he had no idea what the play was and what the plan was. So yeah. Justin Jefferson's back in a couple weeks. We'll see. Yeah, week after 15, I think uh, they said week 14 they after the bye. Week 14, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty glad that the Flames game were on, was on and didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, another coach got fired yesterday. Uh, broke during the show, uh, but be warned for the next guy that takes a job from David Tepper. Uh, he could be in. Uh, he could be fired as well. Frank Wright got fired after a one in ten start. He becomes the first coach in NFL history to be fired in back to back years. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, a good for him, I yeah. guess. Uh, Carolina. How about this? Since uh, since David Tepper took over, the Panthers have a three hundred win percentage. That's the lowest, not only in the NFL but in all of Big Four North American pro sports. <laughs> Granted, the NFL plays less games, but still, yes. not good in Carolina. Bit of a cherry-picking stat, yeah. but that's fine. They were 6-2 and two and Love riding high. Love a good cherry-pick stat. Yeah. They were 6-2 and two riding high in the NFC South the first year Tepper bought the team. Franchise quarterback in tow with Cam Newton. Then on a Thursday night in Pittsburgh, he gets absolutely walloped by TJ Hot. What? He misses the rest of the season. His career is never the same. Yep. And from that point forward, the Panthers are 24-61. and 61. Wow. Huh. That was the fork in the road, was it? Cam wow. Newton getting hurt. Good luck, Bryce Young. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're not going to give you a suitable O-line for yeah. even a call. Or any team. sort of receivers. Uh, we're paying, you know, Miles Sanders $6 million guaranteed yeah. next year. He's getting, like, what, 2.1 yards per carry? Yeah. Chuba Alfred's not very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah it's but check out, but, but check out this O-line. Yeah, man. Look at these, Look at uh, these guys. Toronto Raptors game day on Sportsnet. These guys will have you running for your life. <laughs> Final game of the in-season tournament for the Raps. They're in uh, Brooklyn at 530. You can watch it on Sportsnet 1. Toronto was eliminated last Friday uh, from the in-season tournament, looking to finish with a strong 2-2 two two record. Uh, overall, the Raptors are 8-9 on the season. It's a doubleheader night on Sportsnet 1. After the Raps and Nets, it'll be another key game in the in-season tournament in the West between no-cal ra- rivals Sacramento, like the beam. And uh, Golden State Kings can clinch a spot in the quarters with a win. Golden State can make it super complicated and make it a three-way tie between themselves, Sacramento, and Minnesota if the T-Wolves are able to take care of business against OKC. Please keep your shirt on. Calgary Hitman getting ready for their first half of a back-to-back tonight as they're up the road in Red Deer taking on the Rebels. Uh, Red Deer just a point up on Hitman, so it should be a fairly competitive game. Uh, you can listen to that one right here on Sportsnet 960 starting at 6 o'clock. With Teddy Bear Cooper. Toss game is on Sunday. Yeah, Teddy Bear Toss. We actually know there is no pregame. 7 o'clock just for that. Uh, yeah, Teddy Bear Toss coming up on Sunday. Uh, how about this from the World of Golf? World Hero Challenge this week. Tigers tournament in the Bahamas. Uh, and the host will be there. It'll be his first tournament since withdrawing from the Masters back in April. And now the World Hero Challenge is a bit of a, uh, a fun tournament for players. $3.5 million in prize money. Uh, get some go- official golf ranking points as well out in the Caribbean. Uh, 20 players in total. A lot of big names. Jason Day, Tony Finau, Ricky Fowler, Max Homa, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Cam Young. Uh, just a few that will join Tiger. Round one gets underway on Thursday. You hear this? Uh, rumors of another big name in golf uh, willing to cross the line and head over to Liv. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like uh, maybe world number three and defending Masters champion John Rahm yeah. uh, has been rumored to be offered somewhere in the round neighborhood of $600 million signing bonus. He's also been rumored <laughs> to be going to live since it it's beginning. started. Yeah. So... Hmm. Just keep adding more zeros. Yep. Uh, also, it sounds like the Riders have narrowed down their head coaching search to a couple names. Buck Pierce, the offensive coordinator in Winnipeg, and Corey Mace, defensive coordinator in Toronto. One other point from Justin Dunk yesterday. It does mm-hmm. sound like if they choose Corey Mace, that Stampeders quarterback coach Mark, Mark Mueller. Mueller might become the offensive coordinator in Saskatchewan, oh. returning back yep. to where, yes, he was a quarterback. Regina Ram. Uh, yeah, with the University of Regina. There you go. There's more report.
Good morning, report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match, then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue and 3rd Street Southeast. We'll take our first break of the, or our second break of the hour. Around the corner, Nick Kiprios joins us. Real Kipper and Boren will chat on uh, the Leafs, the Flames, and the rest of the NHL. Sportsnet 960, the fan.